Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us. Middle of the week, Wednesday afternoon, the 25th of August. And that means we are three days away from the start of the college football season with week zero games. We are eight days away from the Thursday night of week one. There's a game or a few games on Friday night, a boatload of games on that Saturday Week and a half away, 10 days from right now, Mississippi State will open its season. Southern Miss will open its season. Bulldogs at home, Southern Miss on the road. And then Ole Miss will be on the road at a neutral site in 12 days when they will take on Louisville in Atlanta as part of that Chick-fil-A kickoff weekend. We're going to keep saying it. It is close, and we are glad to be with you. We'd love to hear from you. On the Ceasefire text line, the number is 601-879-4395. Time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited only from prepaid by Ceasefire. Get unlimited on Ceasefire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay. No credit checks, no hidden fees. Plus, you can get your pick of a Samsung Galaxy A11 or Moto G Stylus free after rebate or when you bring your phone number. Make the switch to prepaid by Ceasefire today. And get more data for your dollar. Learn more at cspire.com slash prepaid. Sports Talk coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit pearlriverresort.com to learn all about what is happening at Pearl River Resort, at the Golden Moon Casino, at the Sportsbook, at Timeout Lounge, at Dancing Rabbit, at Geyser Falls, and more. Thanks for being with us. What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. You stole my my gimmick. Which one? Three, eight, nine, ten, twelve. Yep. You stole it from me. Right out from underneath me. It's Powerball night, Borky. Oh, yeah? It's finally my lucky day. There you go. Powerball, by the way, has gone to three drawings a week instead of just the the previous two on Wednesdays and Saturdays. You can now get in on the action on Mondays. That's a big old jackpot now, too. It's, uh, I think, up over $300 I had a friend one time tell me he doesn't buy a ticket until $300 because anything less than that, and he'd just turn into a jerk. <laughs> I don't know what the rationale. What will he turn into in really three hundred million? What? Is, what? Uh, three hundred million? What is he? A philanthropist? 
Yes, yes, apparently okay. so. At uh, at three hundred million, you have you have enough to do everything. You, you have two hundred million. I'm just going to do for many jerk. many others. Yeah, but at three hundred, I'd be a nice guy. Well, I mean, three hundred million. You're netting about one sixty, one seventy, something like that out of that. So um, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. The Alliance kind of did their thing yesterday. We talked about that. We joked about it. We made fun of it a bit. Uh, But there are some storylines to cover, and part of it is uh, statements. Now that we've had 24 hours or so to um, kind of allow it to marinate, we do have a quote from Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC. Here's what he had to say. LOL is what he said. It was just the crying face emoji. <laughs> what if he had? What if his statement had been just printed, just the the <laughs> laugh cry face emoji? <laughs> Did like a voice note or or not the uh, the notepad on on your phone, screenshotted it and just tweeted it out. That would have been would way have better than this. Instead, he said, "We have respect for each of our conference colleagues and look forward to our future collaborations." I believe we remain unified by our shared beliefs around the positive impact college sports has on the lives of student-athletes and throughout our communities. In the SEC, we are proud of our collective academic commitment, shot-fired, and athletics accomplishments, double shot-fired, and look forward to continuing to offer our student-athletes great educational and championship opportunities in the years ahead. The reason I said shot-fired initially was Big Ten ACC Pac-12 made a big deal of being like-minded institutions where educational priorities started. And so Greg Sankey decided to include that. And then he was like, and oh, by the way, we win a lot. More than anybody else. Just reminding you in very fancy, poetic language. Bob Bowlesby. Kind of more interested in what he's got to say. The practical impacts of the agreement are yet to be seen. The Big 12 Conference has every expectation that we will continue to compete at the highest levels and will be intimately and actively involved in the national athletics agenda. It's not a whole lot. I don't know if Bob Bowlesby is someone who imbibes on a regular basis. But if he does, I would imagine that this has been a more aggressive imbibement time than normal. You might Judging think. by his signature, I think he drinks on the job. Oh, is it sloppy? Have you not seen it? It's I guess so. Incre- it's incredible. Every doctor in the world would love to have that signature. It's inc- yeah. it, 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 it's not there's there there are letters in his signature that aren't in his name. I'll put it that way. And then there is a um, not an unknown player but a new player into the conversation about the alliance. You remember a few weeks back when we had an attorney from uh, Winston and Strawn in New York? It wasn't Jeffrey Kessler. It was, um, I'll have to go back and look the gentleman's name up, uh, who also was involved in the Alston case. They decided to get in the party. Brett McMurphy tweeted this in a letter obtained by Action Network HQ. Case attorneys from the Austin case notified the ACC, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12, warning the Alliance of Dear, Dear Friends that it would be illegal to collaborate on future of athlete compensation. 
If so, Austin attorneys, quote, will not hesitate to seek sanctions or other relief, close quote. An entity that has been loosely formed by looking each other in the eye, trusting each other, and making handshake agreements has already been threatened with legal action by a law firm representing student-athletes that has been successful before the Supreme Court. Another shot fired. Warning shot fired. You can find that on Twitter if you want to read the uh, the entire notice or the entire letter itself. Um, feel free. So statements from Greg Sankey and Bob Bowlesby and a letter from some attorneys who are going to continue to fight for student-athletes' rights. What do you make of this? What do you take from these new statements? It's, it's just more fluff. It's just, it's just, it's just crap. They're just, they're just slinging a bunch of. I mean, we talk about Greg Sankey and the word salad, but man, this is like a salad bar of words. You got a lot of options here. There's, there's nothing of any substance than anything that has come out of anybody's mouth as regards to the alliance. Not one thing. Sankey, they want a news cycle, Borky. That you say they want a news cycle? Well. Maybe I should say they, they participated in a news cycle. They had a news cycle. <laughs> Aside from some guy at The Athletic that, I mean, wrote the worst bunch of drivel that I've ever ever read about what he saw in terms of the SEC. That was the, the positive piece? Yeah, the po- the one where the, the alliance and the press conference showed that the SEC may have made a mistake adding Texas and Oklahoma. I, I was like, man, how is that your takeaway from this anyway? Uh, Sankey didn't have to say anything. I'm sure he was just reached for comments, so he gave one. I, I kind of feel bad for Bob Bowlesby, honestly. Uh, I mean, his league might be going up in smoke, and there's nothing he can really say right now to add to it. The, the thing I keep thinking, and sadly we're up against a hard break, so we can tease it, is the alliance formed to have voting power over the SEC, right? And it will work. 41 greater than 16. That's simple math. However, there's more than 57 football teams in college football. There's more than four conferences in college football. It's not just the ACC, Pac-12, and Big Ten versus the SEC. You have many other conferences that participate in Division I football that presumably would vote on things that they care about, like the playoff. And so what does this mean and yesterday mean for the Conference USA and de facto Southern Miss? What does it mean for the Sun Belt, who has Coastal Carolina, who starts the season ranked this year and was a really good team a year ago? What does it mean for the AAC that has a team that's starting in the top 10 this year? In Cincinnati. In Cincinnati. So what does this mean for them and what do they think and what should their next steps be? Seeing this, especially the playoff expansion delay, what should they do? We'll start to unpack some of that when we uh, come back. Joe Cook is going to join us. He covers the uh, the Texas Longhorns at Inside Texas. We'll also talk with David Hellman, who covers the Dallas Cowboys this afternoon. 
We've got some Lane Kiffin audio for you, some from Jason Washington, assistant coach of Mississippi State. All of that coming up. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your ride home, currently no reports of any accidents, just your usual drive time congestion. But remember, if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right now, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Communication system is a Go! go. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. Sports Talk 
Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. So Borky brought up the question as we were going to the break just a moment ago with regard to kind of all the changes that are, are in place or the conversations that are being had with regard to the alliance and scheduling and perhaps waiting a little longer for the expansion of the college football playoff from the current four-team format to a different format, be it 12 teams or otherwise. And the question is, and if you remember, remember the day, guys, that we were um, we did the KLLM equipment truck reveal at yeah. um, at uh, Trustmark Park in Pearl, and we talked with Jeremy McLean. And this was right when the Texas OU to the SEC news was coming out. It was before we had any of this alliance discussion or whatever. Well, we they, asked couldn't, him, they couldn't talk to us. Yes, but in general terms, we did talk to Jeremy McLean about you know what his process was for keeping up with, ha- with what was happening in the landscape of college football and how that might or might not affect Southern Miss. And if I remember correctly, he kind of alluded to the fact that if the Texas and Oklahoma news happened to be true, then he wasn't sure that that in and of itself had a direct effect on Southern Miss or Conference USA. But if it triggered a domino effect with teams moving and jockeying for position and jockeying for television contracts and whatnot then it was something that he was very much keeping his eyes on and trying to be prepared for any situation. And he did point out to us that the best way to be prepared for any situation was to be the best you that you can be in the meantime. Competitive on the field, showing a commitment to facilities and to your student-athletes, doing all you can to succeed, period. So... From a 35,000-foot view, as we sit here now, and there do appear to be dominoes falling, although I'm not sure that it's going to be as crazy as people initially predicted that it was going to be, what do you think this means for Southern Miss, for Troy, for South Alabama, for Louisiana Lafayette? And then, if you want to go just one step up to UCF, USF, Houston, Cincinnati, Programs that are not currently part of a Power Five league. It feels like in the future, most of those leagues will be scheduling games with SEC teams because the 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 alliance will attempt to schedule games amongst themselves. They might they might try to find a a, a MAC team or something, you know, with the Big Ten team. They might try to find one local non conference game. But I feel like a lot of non-conference games are going to dry up for, uh, or I guess for these group of five conferences outside of the SEC. I don't think the question is necessarily what does it mean for them because in the short term, nothing, right? Because as we learned yesterday, the ACC, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12 aren't doing anything. Certainly not anytime soon. And not anytime soon. So it's not so much what does it mean for them. I think the the better question is what should they do? Because, you know, maybe this is a little naive, but if I'm the commissioner of the AAC, the Conference USA, the Sun Belt, today, I know there's no shot that Greg Sankey will agree to some kind of 
scheduling alliance with my conference. There's no way. But I watched that press conference yesterday, and I see three commissioners kicking and screaming and openly are willing to delay playoff expansion. Now, if I'm the commissioner of the AAC, and I've got Cincinnati here, Cincinnati doesn't have to go undefeated to be a top-12 team this year. They can split one of their two Power 5 games and make it. Coastal Carolina would have been a playoff team last year, so Sunbelt Commissioner, come on down. And I hear that, and I think, I'm not letting that happen. So if you're one of them, don't you get on the phone with Greg Sankey and say, hey, look, I I know we're not going to do our own alliance here. I get it. But what can we do? Because we have votes. Not as influential as yours, but we've got them. So what can we do to make this happen? Because we know this helps us. So what can we do? That would be my approach if I were them. I'm on the phone with Sankey today. What do we need to do to make sure in September when all these little meetings happen about playoff expansion, we can push it through? What do you need? We're here, and we'll do whatever you say. We're following your lead and not theirs. And, and, and isn't that important? And, and I think you said that better, Borky, than I did when I kind of was pointing to the fact that the Sun Belt and Conference USA and the AAC and probably the Big 12 should be on the same page with the SEC. I just, I'm not sure that I ever got to the end of the point that I was trying to make, and you said that much, much better, but yes. An increased playoff, a larger playoff, more teams involved in a playoff, is going to have a benefit for Sunbelt, Conference USA, the WAC, the Mountain West, because there's going to be more money. right? I mean, there's some money that is trickling down to those conferences, and so if there is more money overall then it would stand to reason that there is going to be more money that will trickle down to those conferences. And so that you would think that the, the Conference USA and the Sun Belt and the WAC and the Mountain West Conference and the... What's the other one that I'm not thinking of? I guess the AAC. Would be in favor of any increase in revenue coming to them. And for the AAC... I mean, there's an even bigger carrot for them because yet yeah, they're, they're saying, yes, this is the ticket for us. This is what actually gives us a chance to get a team or in some years perhaps multiple teams in as an at-large to the playoff. That opportunity really does not exist for us to now. Does not exist for us now, if they're being completely honest. I just need somebody to explain to me. The Big 12 is going to be that way. Without question. The Big 12 may not be getting an automatic, or I'm sorry, an at-large bid, but their conference champion, if they're ranked high enough, is going to get an invitation to be part of the playoff. But the Pac-12 specifically, and I I feel like some of the quotes we've gotten from George Klyovkov, the new commissioner of the Pac-12 have led us to believe that he's taking a little bit more of a nuanced approach to this than maybe Jim Phillips of the ACC and Kevin Warren of the Big Ten in that he knows that generally speaking the Pac-12 has not been included in the party certainly not on an annual basis 
And an expanded 12-team playoff gives his conference the opportunity to get at least one, if not two teams, on a regular basis into the tournament, the football tournament. It literally makes the SEC no difference. The SEC was not for expanding the playoff. They are on record multiple times, they being Greg Sankey, but others as well, on record with no, four is working. It has worked, it is working, and it will continue to work. But in the name of doing what is right for college football writ large, yeah, we're okay with an expansion. It makes the SEC no difference. In a four-team playoff, SEC is generally going to get two. In a 12-team playoff, SEC probably going to benefit more than anybody. Going to get three or four. But the Pac-12 will be in. The Big Ten will be in every year. The ACC will be in every year. It, it It's just good for everybody. Borky, we poked fun just a little bit about the idea that these conferences want to get Fox to the table. And I will say that there might be something to this. Now, we would have to ride the entire contract out. ESPN has an exclusive negotiating window while the contract, the current contract is in place. Maybe it's not the worst idea, other than the fact that we would have to stick with the current model for four more years, to take it to the, to the market. I mean, maybe ESPN doesn't need to have a monopoly on the college football playoff. Maybe there is a scenario where bringing Fox, NBC, CBS, and ESPN all to the table, kind of in an NFL-style rights deal, like for the NFL playoffs, maybe that does make sense. And maybe that would result in more money. It's just disingenuous, though, when they kind of couch that at the end of a press release. Say it. Say We greatly value the partnership that exists with ESPN and college football right now, but we do believe that it's important to make sure the market is dictating the rate and not an exclusive negotiating window. Was that that difficult to say? Like, I just did that off the cuff on the fly. (laughs) Why can somebody at those three conferences not say, we believe it is important to bring the deal to market to make sure that we are maximizing our value and not exercising an exclusive negotiating window Period. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of showers, sunny and hot, high near 97. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 74. A 60% chance of rain for your Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 92. And finally, Friday, 30% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 93. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in, in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. <laughs> I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. 
At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Did you know that the average diamond changes hands five times before it ever reaches a jewelry store? And every time, the price goes up. That's nuts. And that's why the world's finest diamond cutters come directly to Juniker Jewelry. There's no one else between you and your diamond. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein, because we are Mississippi's direct diamond importer with 10 times the diamonds of average jewelry stores. From cushion cuts to princess cuts, ovals, marquee, and classic round brilliance. They are all here at Juniker Jewelry. You can't buy a better quality diamond at a lower price anywhere in Mississippi. That's the Juniker Diamond Guarantee. We even have interest-free financing for qualified buyers. So guys, you can do this. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. What's nuts would be to shop anywhere else. Juniker Jewelry, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobb shared on Twitter that he's been receiving threatening phone calls. The state's leading medical expert explained that several conspiracy theories had been making their way around the Internet, including, among others, that his son works for Dr. Fauci in Washington or that he gets a kickback for promoting COVID vaccinations. Imaginative, no doubt, but all lies, Dr. Dobb said, and he ended the post by urging everyone to stay informed and to get vaccinated. And the trial of a man accused of killing a Biloxi police officer will be held in Biloxi, but a Rankin County jury will hear the case. Darian Atkinson is charged with capital murder in the 2019 shooting death of Officer Robert McKeithen outside the police station. If found guilty, Atkinson faces the death penalty or life without parole. The trial is set to begin on September 27th. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. As a farmer, I I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, what I said. slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. 
When you listen to Super Talk Mississippi, you become part of a statewide community, a community of knowledgeable, engaged, enlightened, well-informed, hardworking men and women just like you, all eager to see the Magnolia State grow and prosper. There may be some disagreement on how to get there, but the goal remains the same, for each Mississippian to reach their American dream. Thanks for listening and being a part of the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We continue to preview college football teams, SEC top 25 across the country, interesting storylines and more. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Joe Cook from InsideTexas.com joins us right now to guess as you just um, probably deduced the uh, the Texas Longhorns. Joe, appreciate a few minutes of your time. Uh, let's start not necessarily with this particular team, but the uh, the last month and a half since, you know, SEC media days when the story broke that uh, the Texas and OU were headed to the SEC. There's been some mixed reaction across the SEC footprint. I would say it's mostly positive. What's been the more local reaction? Are Texas fans, or the, is the Texas program excited about this eventual transition? Texas fans are extremely excited about this uh, transition. Um, ever since basically 2010, the last round of realignment, Texas fans have kind of read the writing on the wall and seen that you know Oklahoma and, and Texas really have sustained the Big 12 Conference. Uh, just kind of think about where where it's at. Um, you know, basically the biggest town in the Big 12 is, is Austin, and it's a town approaching a million. The second biggest is Lubbock, Texas, where Texas Tech is, and it's a city of about 250,000. I know people may want to mention TCU and Fort Worth, but they're on the periphery there. So there's really not a lot of eyes within the Big 12 footprint uh, watching TV, watching streaming, and everybody knew that, you know, the arms race was going to continue to escalate. And if Texas wasn't getting media payouts, even with the Longhorn Network, that some of it's, uh, you know, looking east that they've seen, they, they realized they were playing behind the eight ball. They've seen A&M have success and, uh, you know, a measured level of success in some sports. Uh, so, and I think everybody, you know, as much as sometimes they'd be in denial and think, oh, you can win at Texas uh, outside the SEC, which I think is still true, everybody realizes that, you know, those first-round picks, come from the SEC, and, and high school players want to play in the SEC. Uh, so by Texas fans, it was received really warmly. Um, you can tell that that point I made about the Big 12 needing Texas uh, and needing Oklahoma, that's why you saw a bunch of state politicians in both Texas and Oklahoma basically just have a, uh, a comedy central roast of UT's president airing their grievances and, and uh, just kind of complaining into the void doesn't really matter. Texas and Oklahoma looked out for themselves. Uh, they want to be in the SEC. The, the, you know, the legal date is 2025, but everybody's best interest, both for the SEC, for Texas and Oklahoma, is to have that done as, as soon as possible. And, and Longhorn fans are 
uh, are really excited, whether it be football, men's basketball, women's basketball, or baseball, which is big over here. Uh, they're ready to rock and roll with uh, uh, the new conference brethren, uh, you know, over towards the central and eastern time zones. Joe, I don't know if you know this or not, but outside of the uh, the Texas fan base, there is uh, an impression that uh, the Texas is a little bit of a spoiled brat, and and I'm I'm smiling when I say that, but spoiled brat may not be the best way to describe it. More like we've got more money, and we will throw our weight around to get what it is that we want. And there are a lot of people that have said, "Is that going to mess things up in the SEC?" I've talked to people at at the league level that say. Not worried about that because Texas is finally going to have actual peers, as opposed to the the situation you described, where it was Texas and OU and everybody else in the Big Twelve. What do you make of that that dynamic back and forth? One that, that Texas has kind of bullied the other teams in the Big Twelve, but two that probably comes to an end because of LSU and Georgia and Alabama and Auburn and Florida, etc. Does, does that make any sense? Yeah, I get what you mean. Uh, obviously, I think you made the point there. Texas had the sway. Oklahoma had the sway because they were the big fish in, in these conferences. So whether they're good or bad, uh, you know, people like ragging on Longhorns, to be honest with you. They, they like hating the Longhorns. They like seeing them do bad. They don't like seeing them do well. Uh, and it's been a lot of not doing well over these past few years. Um, so as far as that dynamic um, just what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I think Texas, they may try and test what their, uh, their boundaries are a little bit, but I think they <laughs> understand that, that, you know, with the way that they're coming in, uh, you know, they're getting, they're getting paid a, a good amount of money, uh, to be able to do this. They, they know what they're, what position they're setting themselves up in. So they may not have to try and, I guess, bully their way into doing certain things. Uh, within the SEC as they would. I think they're going to be a, uh, a, a good uh, conference, you know, conference mate. Uh, they're not going to try and do too much and, and uh, upset, upset a balance of power that may exist that they're just now entering. Yeah, yeah. it's funny, Joe. I was talking with a guy this weekend, and he said, within the SEC, Texas's revenue share will be the exact same as Vanderbilt's revenue share. Which is, you know, that's a little bit different than the way things have operated in uh, in recent years. Let, let's switch over to, to to this Texas team and the start of the Steve Sarkeesian era. I loved this hire for Texas, and I think it's because I think so much of, of Sark and his ability as a play caller. Why, though, is this hire going to be different than Tom Herman was or before that Charlie Strong was or, or fill in the blank? So with Tom Herman and Charlie Strong, uh, I think y'all, uh, maybe y'all kind of get this term. They were the flavor of the week group of five coaches. Uh, Charlie Strong had uh, good years at Louisville, uh, buoyed by strong defenses, which he was responsible for. And, uh, and Teddy Bridgewater having a great year. Um, he, he, Charlie Strong was, was not option one. He probably wasn't option two and he probably wasn't option three. Uh, and there were a lot of deficiencies in his programs that played out very obviously at Texas and then played out pretty obviously at South Florida. Tom Herman, another group of five flavor of the week. I think a lot of people at Texas believe that they were getting Urban Meyer light, 
uh, you know, this was the offensive coordinator that took, you know, the, the common trait, uh, the common term was, you know, the, the third string quarterback at Ohio State, Tom Herman won a national title with them. And then they uh, had a 10 win season, beat Oklahoma and beat Florida State, uh, in back to back seasons. And that this was, you know, like I mentioned, Urban Meyer light. And Tom Herman definitely elevated the program. He recruited well, pretty out of, pretty much out of the gate. Uh, he, he brought a level of uh, tough. I mean, and we throw these words out flippantly a lot, but it was true. There was a level of toughness and discipline that Texas didn't have coming from the strong era and even before that, that Texas needed. But overall, he just didn't have the organizational. He, this was his first time uh, dipping his toe into the, into the big waters. And he, he kind of treaded water well for a year, uh, but eventually it, it just everything came up to catch up with him. And there were some off-field issues uh, that, you know, between COVID, between the political climate of about last summer that just ended up overtaking him. With Sarkeesian, this is a guy who, of course, he, he has his own off-field issues that have been documented well, but he seems to have moved past him. And that was my, you know, kind of the only uh, question in my mind about Sarkeesian way back in, in January was, look, if he's past all this, then you've got the best play caller or one of the best play callers in college football. You've got a guy who can is kind of trying to combine the Pete Carroll and, and Nick Saban philosophies that worked out so well in the early 2000s and then the late 2010s or teens. And uh, you know, you're you, now he's also hired a defensive coordinator from Pete Kwiatkowski uh, from Washington, who nobody really thought he'd be able to pull from Seattle and is probably one of the top five uh, defensive coordinators in the country. So uh, recruiting has been a little bit of a struggle out of the gate for Steve Sarkeesian, which I think was a little bit of a surprise. I'm probably putting that lightly. I, I know people may look at a top-ten class and think, are you struggling? How are you struggling? But there's been some, some whiffs on major targets. That, but uh, that's why everybody's looking forward. And, you know, ten days from now, they take on Louisiana Lafayette and, uh, people around here are finally ready for the games to start so they don't have to be concerned about recruiting misses so much. But I, there's a lot of optimism that uh, Steve Sarkeesian, like I mentioned, is going to bring a lot of Pete Carroll, a lot of Nick Saban, that kind of mix, and also bring his offense to the table as well. Joe, in 30 seconds, anything you're hearing that makes you think that the, the move to the SEC happens sooner rather than later, which is kind of, I think, what everybody wants and feels like needs to happen? You know, I, I, there's nothing really concrete I have from talking to people that says, like, yes, this is going to be happening. We're saying 2025 because we have to, but we mean this. But, I mean, it's in everybody's best interest. Texas doesn't want to be in a lame duck conference for two years, potentially having – not to say that officials are going to be biased in any way, but, you know, this is a team exiting a conference on core terms. I'm not going to put anything past it. So I think it's in everybody's best interest, Texas, the SECs, Oklahoma's, kind of even the Big 12s, for this to do, happen as soon as possible and for everybody to figure things out sooner later, rather than later. Joe Cook from InsideTexas.com, a little look at the Longhorns. Joe, really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Anytime you all want to have me. Good visiting with you. We'll catch up with you down the line. Joe joins us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau. We'll look at that Texas schedule when we come back.
Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your ride home, currently no reports of any accidents, just your usual drive time congestion. But remember, if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Great teams. Leave it all on the field. With the powerful towing and payload that Ford F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you, too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150. Built for greatness. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977-2020 calendar year total sales. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com, nomoreroofleak.com. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. Calloway's has just received a large shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Calloway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South, period. We offer bulk soils for the do-it-yourself project. Callaway's offers landscaping. Designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
Find out what's happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. Jeff and McComb on the Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Says, got my first shot today, fellas, just trying to do my part. Good for you, Jeff. Hope you uh, feel well from it and all goes well. Good for you. And I think more of that's happening. Oh, yeah, numbers are shooting up around here. You mean the good kind of numbers? numbers. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Depends on what kind of numbers we're looking at. Well, we've gotten, um, uh, you know... A couple of good days of reports at the statewide level. Localized, maybe not where you want them to see, but at the statewide level. And I think that matters, especially when you're talking about Oxford and Starkville, because you get people from across the state of Mississippi that are going to be traveling to those places very, very soon. Um, it's a good thing. Really good thing. Yeah, the uh, a po- it's way too early, but a possible downturn that happens in the last two weeks before football begins will give a lot of people in leadership positions peace of mind going into this thing. Yeah. And I think some people involved in this need that. I mean, there are people that I've talked to that are like, I know somebody that was going to the, the Ole Miss Louisville game. They're like, man, you know, you know, I was supposed to go with my dad. He's older. He's not exactly healthy, and I don't know if we're going to go now. Just because getting him in the car and traveling and being around that, you know, who knows? And so if things keep going in the right direction, fewer people will have that kind of mindset. We got a question on the uh, ceasefire text line at the beginning of the show, wanting to know what the uh, the new mask mandate in Oxford, what kind of an effect that was going to have in the Grove and other areas. And I'm not getting super negative today. Just, I, re- I refuse to do it. I think there was a similar question, wondering if that would have any kind of an effect on Starkville if Starkville were to uh, were to follow suit. Here's the deal. Yes, Oxford voted on a mask mandate yesterday. The Oxford Board of Aldermen did. The uh, the vote was four to three. Uh, Jason Bailey and John Morgan and Mark Holsey voted against the mask mandate. The other aldermen uh, voted in favor of it. Here's the deal. It targets businesses and excludes just about everything else, which kind of makes you ask, what's the point, if we're being honest? So businesses are required to have a mask mandate, or the mask mandate requires people to wear uh, masked when they go in businesses. School districts, they get to make their own decision. Ole Miss makes its own decision. Churches, they get to make their own decision. You go into a restaurant, you may have to wear a mask when you go to the inn, but once you sit down, you're good. Which kind of makes you wonder why you have to wear one when you walk in, but whatever. Uh, if you go into a bar, you may have to wear one when you walk in the door, but once you have a drink in your hand, all good. And there are no space or numbers limitations Nobody has to wear a mask while they are exercising, including in some places where previously you did. 
Nobody has to wear a mask for outdoor events, even though they put that yesterday into the wording. It was struck from the wording today. And so an arbitrary mandate that uh, allows people who think they've got to do something to say they did something, even though the something that they did is actually nothing. So that's that's as far as I'm going with it today. It's ridiculous. It accomplished nothing other than a press release and paperwork and the city attorney having to rewrite a resolution that will do absolutely nothing. But you can say you did something. Perhaps the aldermen that voted for this could be commissioners of the ACC and the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Appears to be another place where you can say you're doing something while actually doing nothing, but say you did something and some people will buy that you actually did something. Like I said, I wasn't going to be negative today. That's all right. All good. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, Get it all out? No, I didn't get it all out. Look, I, I will say this, and 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 this is a real thing, and it's a real thing across the entire state of Mississippi. Our health care system is in a mess. And the biggest reason that it's in a mess is because of a tragic shortage of nurses. We're hearing a lot about hospitals being at, at capacity. That doesn't necessarily mean that every room is taken and every bed is filled It means the staff is doing all it can to cover whomever they've got. I was talking to a a hospital administrator in central Mississippi earlier today, just trying to kind of get some background information and, and understand what other parts of the state are dealing with. There are nurses, these traveling nurses, who are making $100 to $150 an hour. There's a hospital, maybe multiple hospitals in central Mississippi that are offering a $30,000 sign-on bonus for a nurse that's paid $10,000 up front, $10,000 at the completion of one year, and $10,000 at the completion of the second year, in addition to a salary that's off the charts. I know that there's some work to try and be done to, to try and retain nurses in the state of Mississippi. It's leading to a mess. And it's causing our hospitals to be in a spot that's not great. Vaccinations are the thing that's going to keep people out of the hospital. And I'm not I'm like not shoving that down your throat. It's just it's just the reality. Masks aren't going to do a thing. Vaccinations are helping keep people out of hospitals. You're I'm Rich Dennison. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin today issuing an order requiring all U.S. service members to be vaccinated against COVID-19. With the Pfizer vaccine fully approved by the FDA, the Defense Department has added it to a list of required shots troops must get as part of their military service. In a memo, Austin says a healthy and ready force is needed to defend the nation. The Pentagon says it has enough vaccine supply to meet demand. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. Delta Airlines says unvaccinated employees will be paying an additional $200 a month for health insurance. Chief Executive Ed Bastian says the fee is necessary because the average hospital stay for COVID-19 costs $50,000. Bastian says all employees who were hospitalized for the virus in recent weeks were not fully vaccinated. Fox's Ginny Casola, America's listening to Fox News. 
No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No Drip Roofing and Construction. 601-371-1051. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. House Democrats have passed a $3.5 trillion budget bill. They say it's an investment in infrastructure and the working class. Mississippi Congressman Michael Guest believes that progressives are on a path toward bankrupting America. It would add a budget and inflationary crisis to the list of ongoing crises America faces today. Under Democratic control, we have seen an economic crisis, a border crisis, an energy crisis, and a foreign affairs crisis, all created by the Democrats' pursuit of their radical agenda. The $1.2 trillion infrastructure package passed by the Senate also awaits debate in the House. And businesses in Vicksburg will soon be required to install video cameras. They'll be mandated at businesses with more than 25 parking spaces or on buildings that are at least 2,000 square feet. Mayor George Flagg said police can't be everywhere, so the cameras will help identify those who commit crimes. Hey, it's Lucky Buck, and I'm here to tell you about a new holiday. And unlike National Selfie Day, this one actually makes sense. It's First Tuesday. On the first Tuesday of every month, the Mississippi Lottery introduces new scratch-off games, and that is a reason to celebrate. So try your luck with fresh scratch-offs each month. And hey, take a selfie while you're playing. Oh, hold on. That one may be a keeper. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 or over to play. Gambling problem? Call 888-777-9696. The Delta variant is deadly. And if we don't make changes now, we'll be forced to make cruel calculations soon. Mississippi hospitals are overburdened and struggling with capacity. More people will die because they won't have access to care. We must keep our healthcare system from being forced to choose who gets treatment and who doesn't. Please get vaccinated and follow CDC protocols such as masking indoors, even if you are fully vaccinated, and continue social distancing. Do this and Together, we help ensure we're able to treat everyone who needs care. A message from the Mississippi State Department of Health. A new special celebrating the life of Mississippi native and country music icon Charlie Pride airs tonight on CMT. Tanya J. Powers with Fox has the details. You've got to kiss an angel good morning. The hour-and-a-half-long program features Pride's friends, which are some of the biggest names in music, like Alan Jackson, Garth Brooks, Winona, Gladys Knight, and more. His wife also makes an appearance in the special, and all share personal stories about Pride, who passed away in December at age 86. CMT's Giant Charlie Pride premieres tonight at 8 Central on CMT. And the Tunica County Sheriff's Office is warning of marijuana edibles laced with fentanyl. In this case, it's brownies. Authorities say they're seeing an increase in overdoses because just a grain of fentanyl is enough to cause harm and possibly death. For more information, visit supertalk.fm. 
Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Ah,、uh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection too. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit FabRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. To all the folks in the Capital City Metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, six to nine. Gallo Show will start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi ninety seven point three. I listen to it at work. At work, Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. Two on Sports Talk Mississippi. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen minutes from right now, David Hellman will join us. He covers the Dallas Cowboys. We will talk with him about did it happen? Did it happen? The return of Dak to practice today? Yeah, Zeke Elliott said he was throwing with some pop, and Zeke in the future should not use that word when talking about Dak、yeah. Prescott throwing a football. But he meant his elbow. Let's go with <laughs> zip. Throwing it with、yeah. some zip, not throwing it with a pop. That's not what we want to hear. Phrasing, phrasing. So we'll do that coming up in、uh, just a little bit. We remind you that you can、uh, join the show on the ceasefire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. That's the number. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why ceasefire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark, free with any ceasefire wireless plan. Learn more at ceasefire.com/bark. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. Thanks for being with us. We're coming to you in the Pearl River Resort Studios, PearlRiverResort.com. That's where you go to check out all that is happening at Golden Moon, at Silver Star, at Mama Nims, at Philip Nims, at Dancing Rabbit, at Geyser Falls. So much going on at Pearl River Resort, and we'll be there next week. Yeah, a week from today, right? Next Wednesday, I'm not, I'm not doing any more funny golf videos with you though. You you can swing, that's fine. I'm not taking a swing. Why not? People got to do it. it. Well, but I mean,、oh, you know, you practiced last time, so maybe we make a little bit of progress. <laughs> that was the last time I practiced. Hey, Dad, it looked less bad than I thought it was going to. You know, I'll take that compliment because I thought it looked awful. I mean, I just, I mean, no, it didn't look good. No, I know, yeah. Orky, you remember the videos? Did you, did you? Is that a fair way to describe it? Less bad than maybe you was, initially it was, anticipated. It was more car wreck. I've seen worse. Wreck. Yeah, you've seen. Barkley's、exactly. way worse than you, or was? Yeah. 
Okay. I don't know, Hayden. I think you could actually enjoy it. See, I, I like the sport of golf. If I was good at it, I would, or if I was good at it, if I was better at it, I would probably, you know, partake in it. But I just don't have the, uh, I don't have the gifts. Well, you haven't practiced at all. You hadn't really played all that much either. So I think it might be worth you adding that to your, uh, to your activity list. You're really not interested, are you? I mean, I, I don't. No, I don't. I don't have. I don't have the the energy to like make golf a hobby for me and go out and buy clubs and all that. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I, I went the meat smoking route on what guys at over forty five uh, like to do. The meat smoking route. Yeah. When's the last time yeah, you played get... It's been a while. He played since you and I played last. Back in the spring. Yeah, like, the like spring. four days later, oh. uh, and then that was it. Mm. Financials, man, golf is expensive. It certainly can be. That is that is absolutely a fair statement. I got a growing little one that needs clothing turnover every six weeks or so at this point. Can I tell you that that doesn't get better? So <laughs> I've got a growing bigger little one. Uh, Obi from is eight years old, and he literally like every four or five months, like all of his t-shirts were having to just get rid of them because all of a sudden they're like skin tight schmediums. I know how that works. It's like just go to the next size. But and when did t-shirts start getting so expensive? By the way, oh, it's like gold now. I mean, you can go, you can still go to Walmart and get like a five dollar blue t-shirt and, and stuff like that. That's fine. But, like, if you wanted to get Obi, let's pretend he was interested in baseball, and you wanted to get him an Atlanta Braves shirt. A new Atlanta Braves shirt made by whoever their apparel provider is, Nike, I assume. You're dropping, like, $35 on a freaking T-shirt with an A on it now. How old is your son? Me or Borky? Michael. Michael. Uh, He'll be two in October. Okay. My uh, my wife, you know, she works for a children's clothing company. Let me see if I can't get a care package sent down your way. Oh man, you're the best. Hey, yeah. there you I'm go. Pretty sure we can make that happen. I might have a Richard, box of like two and three year old clothes as well that um, <laughs> would be looking for a great home. Man, I, see, we're starting to pack up all the old stuff and keep it in the attic. And at first, I want to stop at two and have a boy and a girl. I'd love to, you know, be a girl dad and all that. But the more clothes we keep putting up in the attic that are all boy clothes, the more I think, you know, <laughs> just, just <one> more. <laughs> Let's have another one. We're all set if we for do. You too. I got news for you, too. Those girls' smock dresses are a little more expensive. Oh, I bet. Yes, they are. <laughs> my my <laughs> oldest got her braces off uh, yesterday. She could not be more happy. There you go. Feel like you got a raise also? Yeah, <laughs> no, I say that no. In January, the youngest goes to the braces. We we staggered them. It's like a year end bonus then. Yeah. Uh, Texas A and M has named a starting quarterback, and his name is Haynes King, the six three, two hundred pound quarterback out of uh, Longview, Texas. This really sounded like what was going to happen. Like, it was a two-person race, a two-quarterback race all the way through. But when you talk to Aggie people, Aggie reporters, Haynes King 
was the name that always came first. And when we asked Olin Buchanan last week, if you had to put your money on one, who would it be? He said Haynes King was going to be the guy. Uh, his recruiting write-up, this is a couple of years old. Long-framed, athletic, true dual-threat ability. Grew a bunch, two inches from a sophomore to junior year in high school. Lean, sinewy build. It was Gabe. Oh, I thought that was Gabe Bach. It was Gabe Brooks that wrote that. Yeah. Uh, played basketball in high school. I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I don't know the recruiting profile does anything for me right now with regard to Haynes King. This is not surprising, though, right? And, and we finally gotten to the point where yeah. everybody's kind of making their announcements. Yeah. At least, except for Mike Leach. Except for Mike Leach. You know, we're still wondering if it's going to be... Tennessee hasn't made an announcement yet, have they? I, I uh, have a feeling they truly don't know. Although Brian Maurer did transfer out. He did transfer out. Tennessee today, they somebody asked who's calling plays and nobody could give them an answer. <laughs> did you you like, see that? He asked Heupel and he was like, I don't know. And then he asked the offensive coordinator. It's not that the they couldn't like, give an answer. It's that they wouldn't give well, an answer. Well, it goes back to what we were saying the other day, talking about, yeah. The offensive coordinator's like, oh, that's more of a Coach Heupel question. Well, I already asked him. Oh, well, I don't, I don't know. Did you see the quote that everybody cut out and were sharing yesterday from Josh Heupel? He said something like, I'm going to get it exactly wrong, but he was like, you know, I've really loved how they've you know, approached with energy walking upstairs and going to the meetings. Yeah. <laughs> You're setting the bar low there, Coach. I always take the elevator. <laughs> Uh, work smarter, not harder. I've heard in the past that Haynes King was, and who knows if this is true or not, it could be local spin, but that this was Jimbo Fisher's hand-picked heir apparent to Kellen Mond. Like, in recruiting, it was, this is the kid I want. Like, hand-picked Jimbo Fisher, the only guy he wanted, the guy he thought was going to be his guy the whole time in recruiting, hand-picked by Jimbo himself kind of guy. So, for whatever that's worth. Do you trust Jimbo to pick a quarterback that's going to be successful on the field? No doubt. I mean, there, there, there's a body of work there. And and it did not go well at the end at Florida State. Part of the reason it didn't go well at the end, though, was not about quarterback play. It was about quarterback health. And their offensive line was so bad that they couldn't keep quarterbacks healthy. I've always heard that Jimbo is perhaps the most demanding coach that you'll find in college football on his quarterback. But he has rationalized it in the past as, I can be hard on anybody on the roster if I'm harder on the quarterback than I am on anybody else. If my quarterback stands there and takes it when I'm jumping him after every play, then I can say anything to any player on this team. Is that rationale that makes sense? Yes. Yeah. If you can, because especially in teams where the quarterback is a star, I mean, at Ole Miss, if you can be harder on Matt Corral than everybody else, then everybody else is going to fall into line. If Matt Corral is, is, is taking that and doing what is told, he's told, and it's yes sir, no sir, then yeah, everybody else has to fall into line behind him. Yeah. Makes some sense there. We'll talk some Dallas Cowboys when we come back. Half an hour from now, we'll hear from Lane Kiffin as well. He talks about some position changes, moving some guys around. Kedron Smith, who was 
arguably the best corner on the team last year. Had 60 tackles, has made the move to safety. A little bit of a fascinating development there. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your ride home, currently no reports of any accidents, just your usual drive time congestion. But remember, if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org, make a donation, and help change your life today. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs, from decadent to affordable, you never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Mia Bellas and the Great American Cookies. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. We're here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson, 97.3. Can you feel it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. Uh. 
Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm this Wednesday afternoon, and we are inching closer and closer to the start of the college football season, but also the start of the NFL season, a couple of preseason games in the books. David Hellman joins us right now. You can follow him on Twitter at HellmanDC. He's a staff writer at DallasCowboys.com. David, let's start here. We, um, I think collectively here at Sports Talk Mississippi, we think that uh, the wording that Ezekiel Elliott used was not great. We don't really want to talk about pop as it pertains to Dak Prescott throwing the football, but my goodness, it had to be good to uh, to see him back on the field. Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, credit to, credit to the Cowboys. It's understandable if you don't want to trust the prognosis coming from a team that has as much riding on, on a player as the Cowboys do with Dak, but everything is really gone according to the plan that they laid out. You know, he strained the muscle on July 28th been three three and a half weeks that was always kind of the timeline and lo and behold he was out there um you know not he wasn't throwing bombs or anything but certainly you know 18 18 snaps 12 passes a few of those going a pretty solid distance he also played some long-range pitch and catch with amari cooper he looked good doing so he threw from the pocket he threw on the run um he absolutely does not look like a guy that's limited and like I said, that's that's what they said would happen, but I understand that people. I understand exactly why people were antsy about it. I mean, anytime your starting quarterback can't go, it makes you a little bit nervous. So I think it was definitely a little bit of a sigh of relief for everybody that that's got something invested in Dak and the Cowboys. David, there was a, a story that floated around a, a few days ago. It may have been late last week that. Dak was going to go this year, but probably was not ever going to be at 100%. I think there were some holes that were punched in that. Is there any legitimacy to that, or is this kind of like, I don't know, every player in the National Football League that after a couple of preseason games, they're never at 100% again until the offseason? Yeah, I think that's um, that's a really excellent point. Is and And it's kind of a weird situation where – you know, it was Adam Schefter that said that. And, right. you know, obviously Adam Schefter is a very respected reporter, and rightfully so. But I think, you know, he was offering that as more like analysis during a halftime show of saying, look, you know, that's a muscle that you used to throw. It's reasonable to expect that that's going to get aggravated as the season goes along. And I think it honestly just got really blown out of proportion. I think, honestly, I think there's a point to that. Like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Dak is bothered by this as the season goes along. It's just a matter of will it ever be something that holds him out of a game or limits him. And to this point, I think the answer is collectively no. Um, so I think that was really kind of a that was a tricky situation where I feel like that was more of an educated guess on Adam's part, and it got treated like a report. Um, so, no, I don't think there's a ton of validity to that, but you know, no football player, like you said, no football player is ever 100% healthy after about three weeks into training camp. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Dak is managing this a little bit, but I don't get the impression that it's going to uh, to limit his availability during the season. David Hellman on the radio, on your radio, joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. He writes at DallasCowboys.com, staff writer there. So we know that teams go as their starting quarterback goes. But let's set that aside a second. Give me the area 
that you think is the brightest spot, not named Dak Prescott for the Cowboys, and the area that you think lends to the biggest amount of concern going into the season? I mean, if I can't say Dak, I, it's it's just the offense as a whole. I mean, if if everything clicks the way that it's supposed to, you have you know one of the five or six best quarterbacks in the league, one of the five or six best running backs in the league, arguably the best receiver core in the entire league. If not the best, then maybe the second best. I'm sure people in Tampa would have something to say about that. Um, you know, one of the best tandems of offensive tackles in the league the best guard in the league. I mean, the talent on offense is, is absurd and doesn't really need to be explained. So, I mean, if everybody's healthy, this should be a top five offense in the NFL. And that's why, you know, if the Cowboys are good, that'll be why they have the horses to handle that side. And then, you know, it's kind of a beaten down storyline at this point, but this defense just needs some iota of improvement. I mean, that's how bad they were on defense last year. They had all that firepower even before Dak broke his ankle and they were, you know, scoring 34, 38, 41 points on a routine basis and still losing games. Um, that's just how bad the defense was. So um, it wasn't pretty last year. That's why they spent all of their resources in the draft on defense. You know, they drafted Micah Parsons. They drafted a couple cornerbacks. They drafted three defensive linemen, I believe. They drafted 11 guys, and only two of them played offense, just to give you an idea of how much they wanted to revamp the talent on that side of the ball. Um so, you know, probably not going to be an elite unit, but it needs to at least be mediocre to give this offense a chance to win games. Looking at kind of the arc of Ezekiel Elliott's career, 322 carries his rookie season back in 2016 when he burst onto the scene with over 1,600 yards rushing. He's had two seasons since then, 18 and 19, where he went for over 300 carries. That's a big workload. Is there an ideal number of carries kind of spaced out over the course of the season that allows maximum effectiveness for Zeke Elliott? And and does Tony Pollard allow that to happen? That's a great question. I guarantee you the Cowboys have a number. They probably wouldn't want to share it with us for obvious reasons. But I did think it was interesting you know, Mike McCarthy in the very first episode of the Hard Knocks show that, you know, the Cowboys are on HBO this year, he was talking to Stephen Jones um, at a practice and basically said, I don't want Zeke to touch the ball in the preseason. You know, he's got a lot of mileage on him already. Let's keep him fresh for what actually matters. And so, I, you know, I do think that's very much at the front of their minds. Um, you know, I think, yeah, w- once you're starting to flirt with 300 carries, I think you get nervous for a guy that already has as much mileage as Zeke does especially, you know, Tony Pollard has shown, he's been in the league for two years, he's shown that he is a very capable and quality backup. He is a guy, you know, he's averaged six to eight touches a game to this point in his career. I think you could probably stand to bulk that up a little bit and take some of the load off of Zeke. Um, And, and, you know, hopefully even in situations where you want to be running the ball because you have the lead late in games, you can still keep some of that mileage off him and potentially keep him fresh for, for a playoff run. The Cowboys brass have concern about him protecting the football. 20, 20 fumbles in five seasons is probably more than you would like to see from, from an elite running back, isn't it? Yeah, especially, I mean, last year, that was really, that was the crux of it. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill Zeke too much for underperforming without a quarterback, without his starting offensive tackles, and he didn't have his all pro guard for half of that either. I mean, he just, he was really the only focal point of that offense by the time they got into the second half of the season. 
But the ball security is definitely what you have an issue with. He led the entire league among non-quarterbacks. I think he had six on the year, and I think he lost five of them. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not going to cut it for any running back in the NFL, let alone one of the highest-paid running backs in the NFL. And, um, you know, I always think that's an interesting conversation. I remember asking Zeke about that last year. I was like, you know, You've been carrying a football since you were eight years old. Surely you know how to do it. So, like, it's not, you know, it's, it's not something where you can learn a new technique or, uh, you know, probably change up too much about what you're doing. I think everybody who's ever played at the Pop Warner level knows the correct way to carry a football. And um, you just got to do it. So I, I do think that's interesting where it's like you clearly need to fix this. Um, but there's not some long checklist that you can check off to get there. You just got to do it. And yeah. to this point in training camp, it hasn't seemed like an issue. Obviously, training camp isn't full contact. But, I mean, that's that's line number one for him is ball security, and it's just something that he's got to clean up this year. There's really, I mean, there's no other way to say it. Is Osiris Mitchell going to make this team, David? Um, You know, I'm sorry to all the Bulldog fans, but I tend to doubt it. Um. At least not the fifty-three. Unfortunately, okay. he, and he's had a he's had a really nice camp. He really has. Um, it just so happens that this is one of the deepest receiver cores in the NFL. Obviously, you've got the big three of Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and Ceedee Lamb, and then even you know Cedric uh, Wilson and Noah Brown are two guys that have you know their draft picks. They've been in this system for a long time. They've worked closely with Dak for a long time. Uh, you know, I think he would want them here. So. That really takes care of your first five. And then, you know, I wouldn't put Mitchell in the conversation for a sixth one if they keep a sixth one. Um, but one thing that's really fortunate about, you know, maybe one silver lining of, of the COVID crisis is the practice squad is a lot bigger than it used to be. Uh, they have yeah. 15 spots. And you, you're always going to want a wide receiver or two on your practice squad. Um, A, because you don't want your starters running every single route in practice, and B, because they have special teams ability. So if he winds up on the practice squad here, that wouldn't surprise me in the slightest, but I'm not so sure about the active roster. And that's not a terrible way to make a living either. David, really appreciate your time, your insight this afternoon. Hope we can catch up with you again soon as we, uh, we get into the season. Absolutely. Always got time for Mississippi State, folks. I love you all. Appreciate that very much. David Hellman from DallasCowboys.com, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Shut up, hey, Dad. We will be right back. It ain't too bad the way you and me, cause I sure am you and you to do the thing you do. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of showers, sunny and hot, high near 97. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 74. A 60% chance of rain for your Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 92. And finally, Friday, 30% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 93. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. 
I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Gallo here with a word for business owners about direct primary care from TrustCare, Mississippi's walk-in health clinic leader. Direct primary care reduces your health care costs for employees by 40%, and they get fast, anytime access to their primary care doctor without copays, deductibles, or unexpected medical bills, all for under $70 per month. Give it a shot. Call 601-707-3370 or visit TrustCareHealth.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. House Democrats have passed a $3.5 trillion budget bill. They say it's an investment in infrastructure and the working class. Mississippi Congressman Michael Guest believes that progressives are on a path toward bankrupting America. It would add a budget and inflationary crisis to the list of ongoing crises America faces today. Under Democratic control, we have seen an economic crisis, a border crisis, an energy crisis, and a foreign affairs crisis, all created by the Democrats' pursuit of their radical agenda. The $1.2 trillion infrastructure package passed by the Senate also awaits debate in the House. And businesses in Vicksburg will soon be required to install video cameras. They'll be mandated at businesses with more than 25 parking spaces or on buildings that are at least 2,000 square feet. Mayor George Flagg said police can't be everywhere, so the cameras will help identify those who commit crimes. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. 
Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, the Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Can't believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Have you something to say with that large smirk across your bearded face there, Mr. Hodges? we, we got to have David Hellman on more often. What great information from this. <laughs> oh, me, the C Spire text line. Hashtag Richard the MS State guy. Woo! Get him a cowbell. If Hey Dad isn't uh, still laughing when y'all come back on, I'm uh, going to be disappointed. I'm laughing, baby. Oh, my gosh. That was awesome. For the whole break. No, I'm sorry. That was freaking awesome. That guy just said it was great to talk to Mississippi State people. Richard, have you had a change of heart? I heard you laughing. <laughs> I'm going to get Richard some Adidas gear. <laughs> that would be a waste of money, but I still want one of those gold cowbells with like my name engraved on it. Keep thinking that at some point I'll Dr. Keenum might be listening and hear that and be like, you know what? I'll see what I can do for you. As as you now know, David uh, wanted me to pass. I, I messaged him to let him know his 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 faux pas there. He wanted me to pass along a Go Tigers to you. G E A U X. Absolutely, David LSU grad. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Good information too. I mean, well, that's some really yeah. good stuff about Dak, about receivers, uh, about Zeke Elliott. You heard him say that Osiris Mitchell not likely to make the 53-man roster but wouldn't be surprised to see if he's on the practice squad. That was at the very end, and that's not a terrible place to be. I mean, do you want to make the 53-man as a rookie? Of course you do. When you go in as an undrafted free agent, you make a practice squad, you got a chance. And it's a, it's not a bad way to earn a pretty good living um, while you are trying to take advantage of that chance. Let's transition from former Mississippi State Bulldogs in the NFL to current Mississippi State Bulldogs as we get closer to the start of the season. Ten days from today, Mississippi State will open things up against Louisiana Tech. Jason Washington is an assistant coach. He works with the safeties primarily and met with the media yesterday after practice. Here is some of what he had to say. Coach, obviously a far cry with all the injuries you had, even in camp. Denari went down, and not long after that, Dylan went down. But just, uh, you know, your, your thoughts on that depth chart right now of safety and where you guys are. Yeah. Um, right now, uh, you know, all those guys from the first group with uh, Fred Peters and, and Colin Duncan and uh, Jalen Green and Jay Jemison's coming in and doing some stuff, Sean Preston, uh, Dylan Lawrence, uh, CJ, and, and Kyle Cass. So those guys have been – Doing a good job. Um, the same thing what I've been talking about is just trying to make sure that we uh, concentrate on getting better each and every day and trying to eliminate as much inconsistency as possible. But uh, those guys are coming along and, and working each other and doing a good job there. How has that transition been for Jay and Kyle? I know when they came here they played some corner. Obviously, Jay played a lot of corner last year. How's that transition been for them to safety? It's been good. Uh, you know, 
always bringing the corner skills and, and being able to move in at safety uh, always helps. Now it's just uh, understanding formations and getting lined up uh, uh, with alignment is kind of the biggest thing that uh, more teaching. And then after that, it's just technique and just understanding the game uh, as a whole. But uh, they're hungry uh, and those guys are motivated and they, they work with each other and uh, are doing a good job. How rewarding was it to see some of your twos and threes make big plays in the stadium on Saturday? It was good. It was good. We've been, uh, uh, that's been a point of emphasis, uh, especially with those guys, that they want to step up on the field and uh, move up the depth chart and, and be trusted to play. Uh, you got to produce. And, um, and so it was good to see uh, Kyle Cass with a pick and return to four touchdown and Dylan Lawrence. And so uh, uh, it's about confidence. And so uh, doing that builds confidence and hopefully we can get more. After what happened last year, are there any moments where you kind of forget how many healthy guys you have or are there points where you don't really think about it after what happened well, with injuries? All the time. I mean, we, we always strive to be the best. And so uh, i got to constantly remind myself sometimes with those guys is, hey, this is the first time that they've, you know, actually, quote, unquote, been out on the field uh, from all the injuries. You know, they were here last year, but unfortunately uh, got hurt. But uh, um, they're coming along, and, and uh, we just keep on striving each and every day. I know his head's probably still spinning, but you signed one safety last year, Corey Ellington. Uh, just your initial thoughts on, on how he's handled camp and moving into season opener. I, I love I love Corey. Corey's been fantastic. Uh, uh, just a, a listener and soaking everything in. Um, just with technique and alignments and understanding that. And he's going to be a really good ball player. Uh, you know, first seeing him uh, when he stepped on campus uh, from film to seeing him in live person, I was like, good God Almighty, you're a good-looking creature. So uh, now it's just, you know, bringing that long, tall, lanky body of his and letting that grow and letting it develop. And so I'm excited about his future. As a coach, though, how exciting is it when you see – You've got a message now to those first-teamers and say, hey, listen, if you don't press it, i got a guy back here, Dylan Lawrence, that's ready to step up and take a spot. I mean, does that enable you to kind of push those guys so they don't feel like they've made it? All the time. I mean, it's it's, it's about competition. Uh, when we talk about life's about competition. If you want to be a CEO or the, or the biggest guy on campus or whatever it is, uh, you know, it's it's something that you always got to compete. And it's a job interview each and every day. And if you don't and you don't want to come and work, then there's somebody behind you scratching at your heels right now. So it's been good, and it's, it's been fierce competition uh, from the start of camp all the way to now. And so uh, we're going to put the best guys on the field. Uh, guys are going to work hard and, and play hard. And so uh, we like that daily competition. Last year, what was like the lowest point as far as the numbers that you guys had? Not specifically the numbers, but when in the season was that? And what was that? Uh, I believe um, maybe the Missouri or, or I'm sorry, maybe the Vanderbilt somewhere, Vanderbilt late in the season. So I thought I was going to have to suit back up and, and, and go in and play uh, a little bit. But uh, uh, luckily, we didn't we didn't get all the way down there. But um, yeah, it was uh, that was probably the lowest point right there. That's Jason Washington, the uh, safeties coach. And so much of the conversation, hey, Dad, earlier in camp and even at this point in camp, at that position in particular revolves around depth and health because there was no depth last year and health was a constant problem. Yeah, the whole the whole way through. Uh, I mean, you go back to the Ole Miss game and watch that game and look who's playing safety. I mean, a guy like London Kraft, even, who started, I think, every game last season. Right now he's running third team. 
That's you know the state's got some depth there. They've got some guys they really like. The transfer Jalen Green has been a good addition for them there. Having Fred Peters back fully healthy. C.J. Morgan is a guy who's going to contribute a lot this year. You know he missed almost all of last season. I think he may have missed the entire season. I think about it. Um, you know you got you know what you got with Colin Duncan. Safety's an interesting position because you know you know what you have at corner, right? You know with Forbes and and Emerson, you're good there at least at the first two. But you you know you don't know a whole ton about your safeties other than you've got a lot of experience there. A lot of guys who have played a lot of snaps. But we'll see if somebody – I think I mentioned this earlier on the show. I think – can somebody become a star? Is there an Abram in that group? Or, you know, a, you go all the way back like a pick Prather or, or somebody like that. Is there that kind of player in that group? I don't know if there is or not. I don't. I would be surprised to find out who it is. But if they can find a superstar in that secondary at the safety position to go with what they have with Emerson and Lawrence, that, that's suddenly a pretty strong group. Yeah. Who is the and maybe you're answering this already, the bell cow in that group. Who's the star? In the safety group? Yeah. I feel like right now, I mean, like again, there's not a there's not a name that other people are gonna know outside of Mississippi State. Colin Duncan's probably the best guy, but from a potential standpoint, Jalen Green is that guy. Five star recruit coming out of high school, went to Texas. Uh, you know, didn't didn't work out for him there, and now he's transferred in. Jason Washington obviously played a huge role uh, in that. You know, he recruited him to Texas and then brought him, you know, to Mississippi State. He's the guy that I think could be the star. But Colin Duncan was very productive a, a season ago, and he's the guy who I thought was underrated as a recruit. Um, sort of flew under the way, the radar. Had a lot of good offers coming out of high school, uh, and I was like I said, I was impressed with his play a season ago. Fred Peters is a good player. Um, C.J. Morgan can be good. Dylan Lawrence can be good. Sean Preston can be good. You know, and if you've got good players, I mean, that's great. But as far as stars go, I think Green and, and Duncan are your best two bets. Uh, don't know that we've got an official depth chart, but we do get a question that says, where is Janari Dean on the depth chart? In the mix, you know. He, he'll, he'll probably be a second-teamer. To start the year, he's a guy who I think might have played a little bit, especially towards the end when the injuries took hold. But well, you know, he was injured himself, obviously. Yeah, and you know, the other piece about that is, and it's something that we've talked about with Ole Miss. We'll talk about it with Mississippi State and other teams as well. The way that football is played, especially in the secondary right now, being a starter is great, but. Football is not like it used to be, where if you're the starter, you're getting sixty snaps a game and a backup might get eight snaps a game. There's so many different packages in the secondary, and so just because you don't start the game doesn't mean you're not going to play 35 or 40 snaps. Right. And these depth yeah. charts, I mean, I mean come on. <laughs> yeah. You know? That I is mean, that, too. It, when the SID asked Mike Leach to put together a depth chart to give to the media, you want to know how much effort he's going to put into that depth chart? It's like you fill it out. Yeah, basically. you you yeah. guess. You watch practice. You tell me who the depth chart is, bud. Either that or they're protected like the Federal Reserve, one way or the other. I think we've got time for this real quick. Bruce wants to know, where would you rank Mississippi State's starting corners in the SEC? No worse than second, in my opinion. I think LSU's clearly number one with Ricks and Stingley. You could probably drop Alabama in there just 
just because Job is good, but I mean, as a pair, Forbes and Emerson, really good, really underrated. Yeah. At least on paper going into the year, and that on paper going into the year is based on what we saw them do on the field. We'll be back. Right. Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your ride home, currently no reports of any accidents, just your usual drive time congestion. But remember, if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. It's back. That's right, school is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right, school is back and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving your cash. Pay just $3.29 per month on the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross or pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s Plus. Get a free 40-inch TV without pre-purchase. We want your old vehicle, bring it in, and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is the King of Credit. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Our team of experts is ready to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. School is back in session, so come get your deal now at Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Richland Mitsubishi. Eclipse stock number 1772. Mitsubishi G4 stock number 1795-1999. Down 3.9% for 84.1. See you Details with approved credit. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Get ready for the Mighty Roots Music Festival October 1st and 2nd on historic Stovall Farms in Clarksdale, Mississippi, presented by Wade Incorporated. Musical appearances by Deer Tick, Keller Williams, Mystic Bowie's Talking Dreads, Radney Foster, and more. Campsites available, food trucks, vendors, and late-night music till 2 a.m. For tickets and more information, MightyRootsMusicFestival.com. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Visit Clarksdale. Come on and make your plans to spend the weekend with us at Mighty Roots Music Festival. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Touchdown! 
Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan. Be a player. Be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans. We're here to play. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, guys. What happened? What the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi. So the first episode of College Game Day this year is going to be in Atlanta in advance of Miami and Alabama to start the college football season. And there is going to be a special guest on College Game Day, uh, Deion Sanders, affectionately Excuse known me, Richard. Coach Prime. It is Coach. He earned that title. You must respect him as such. Just called the man by his name. No, it's Coach, sir. Okay. Anyway, point is, Coach Prime is going to uh, be on college game day in week number one. No disrespect. <laughs> well, what's going to happen if Kirk Herbstreit calls him Dion? <laughs> Nothing. You get a snap at him too. No. No, probably not. Do you see what the NFL is doing? So the Cowboys and the Bucks are, are playing the first game of the NFL season, right? It should be a big deal. They're doing a, a big concert, right? They do it for big games like this, Thanksgiving, stuff yeah. like that. It's Ed Sheeran. Because nothing screams big football game like Ed Sheeran. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it really your target demo, Roger? There's a lot of football stuff where it's like, who are you trying to fire up? Like I go to Mississippi State games and like their pregame playlist, and it's like, it's a bunch of 40-year-old white dudes in here. Play some Led Zeppelin already, for God's sakes. Ed Sheeran's a big deal, isn't he? Yeah, but... With, like, you know... It's the first NFL game. Not only a football demographic, I don't think. They'd be better served putting nickel back up there, not even joking. You're right, you're right. Jake Mangum would go. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. I mean, come on. (laughs) Who would you pick to play that concert? That's a good question. Start of the college football season concert. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters, yes. Did you see the story that uh, I, I saw it early this morning on Twitter? The naked baby that was on the cover of the Nirvana yeah. album 30 years ago. That guy's now 31 years old, and he's suing like half a dozen people for 150,000 pounds each because of exploitation and his parents never signed off on him being there which the is original crap, picture but... took place at a pool party and they gave the kids parents like 200 bucks and then 
when they sold a bunch of albums, they sent him a teddy bear and a platinum record. I mean, you can't take a picture of a kid like that without the parents' consent. They gave it, obviously. No, no, the parents consented. They just didn't apparently sign off on it. The parents not only consented, they got paid for it. Yeah, Yeah, this kid should sue mom and dad, not the band. And he also, he recreated that picture like 10 years ago or something for whatever. But while we're swimming trunks. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I read that he offered to do it nude. So. If the price was right. I guess, yeah. Uh, this is out there. First-year Auburn football coach Brian Harson, who tested positive for COVID last week, remains in isolation. He told reporters earlier today that he's not against people getting vaccinated. Quote, let me be clear. I am not anti-vaccine, and any narrative along those lines is misinformed. However, he declined to say whether or not he had been vaccinated. Said on Wednesday, he's gone to great lengths to provide players and coaches information on the virus and vaccines, bringing in experts to talk to the team. But he didn't say that he has actively encouraged players to take the vaccine. Quote, I fully support the choice for anyone to vaccinate, and I also support getting reliable data-driven information into the hands of those who still have questions about the vaccine. Anyone who has been in our facility knows that. Auburn is one of a handful of teams in the SEC, according to this story at ESPN, that has not reached the 85% vaccination rate for avoiding regular COVID testing. Harson said that they have had a few breakthrough cases in their locker room, but they were rare. He went on to say we're in a good position right now, although he would not put a precise number on the percentage of those who are currently vaccinated. pointed out that unlike some other schools, Auburn does not have the ability to mandate vaccines because of state guidelines. We can't do that. So that's not a football coach's decision. All right, That's state by state, university by university. Nick Saban seemed to have gotten that done without a mandate. He at least got the message through. And as you would expect, we immediately get a question on the C Spire text line, how far along is state in terms of getting vaccinated? Still nothing official, and I haven't really gotten an update since the last time, but I was I, I believe they're very close to the SEC man since as mandated the word I don't know. Uh, the eighty five percent the SEC wants. Yeah. It's safe to say that when they get there, they will make that information public, right? That's an easy PR win that you I mean, don't... It seems like it is, but Leach has been sort of, you know, has been, not sort of, he's been very adamant that doesn't want to make that information public, doesn't want to talk about vaccination. So I don't know that that will happen or not. College Football Fix is coming up next. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Pentagon officials say the U.S. military-led airlift of Americans and others from Kabul will continue until the final hours of next Tuesday. That's the deadline for America's presence in the country. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby says the evacuations have not been perfect. But by and large, the people that we have uh, made clear to the Taliban that we want to have access through the checkpoints have been able to get through. Kirby says more than 80,000 people have been evacuated, including nearly 4,500 Americans. 
Pfizer is expected to seek FDA approval of a booster shot for its now fully approved coronavirus vaccine. The latest research suggests the Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson vaccines could become less effective over time against the Delta variant of the virus. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. Stephen Gagliano, you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Department of Health has confirmed Mississippi's sixth pediatric COVID-19 related death. While an exact age or location wasn't provided due to privacy concerns, state epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers did confirm that the child was between the age of one and five. This represents the third pediatric death since the surge caused by the Delta variant in Mississippi. And the arrival of over 1,000 healthcare workers was announced on Tuesday. As they deployed to 50 hospitals across the state, MEMA Director Stephen McCraney details what that means. That means about 994 hospital beds. Specifically, that's 757 med surge and 237 on the ICU side. McCraney said this will go a long way in easing the stress on the state's health care system. For the latest on the pandemic in Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Hello, Archie Manning here. When you grow up in a town like Drew, you understand once a Mississippian, always a Mississippian. I love this place and care about what happens here. Our doctors are telling us 95% of new hospital patients who have COVID did not get vaccinated. We know the vaccine works, but only if you get it. It's easy and it works. Please get vaccinated, my friends, and stay healthy. Sponsored by Delta Health Alliance. Go to GetYourShotMS.org. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. A marijuana growing operation in southeast Mississippi has been busted. Working with local authorities, the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics conducted an eradication operation in both Wayne and Clark counties that led to the seizure of more than 130 marijuana plants, three pounds of processed marijuana, and 30 firearms. 
Three suspects were arrested and charged with manufacturing marijuana. And at least one stadium in the SEC will have heightened COVID-19 protocols for fans this season. It was announced by LSU on Tuesday that if you hope to enter Tiger Stadium this season, you'll have to show proof that you've received at least your first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine or provide a negative test result taken within 72 hours prior to entry. This will not apply to fans that are younger than 12, but masks will be required for children between the ages of 5 and 11. It does not appear that any such mandate will be implemented at either Ole Miss or Mississippi State. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. With a historical barrier gone and a new state flag flying, it's the dawn of a new day and new opportunity for Mississippi. The Mississippi Economic Council has identified three areas vital for shaping our future. Bolstering education and workforce development, enhancing our business climate, and keeping and attracting the best and brightest talent to build a stronger, more competitive state. Thanks to a sponsorship from Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi, MEC will be meeting with leaders across the state to develop a plan for securing our future. For more, visit MEC Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Okay, let's go. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Don't hurt yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. a beauty from South Alabama Her daddy had a heart like a nine pound hammer Think he even did a little time in the slammer What was, what I, was thinking? I thinking? Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm rolling into the 5 o'clock hour with you. You want to be a part of the conversation? Love to hear from you. Ceasefire text line is the best way to do that. 601-879-4395 Again, 601-879- Four three nine five. Meet the authority team from Ceasefire Business. Get the IT expertise you need to tackle your toughest challenges and find new opportunities. Learn more at ceasefirebusiness.com. Again, the Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. We are coming to you from the Pearl River Resort studios. Visit pearlriverresort.com for more information. I do want to address something that uh, just popped up on my personal Twitter feed uh, because it's just not accurate. So, John Clark, I hope you're listening. You, you've been around and a listener to the show for a long time. You said, Richard, I was just listening when you said masks don't work. I'm just going to stop you right there. I didn't say masks don't work. If you happen to be listening, John, when you heard us talking about the mask mandate that Oxford has put in place earlier, I said an arbitrarily decided and selectively enforced mandate that has, I don't know, half a dozen, eight, ten exceptions within the order 
and includes wearing masks into restaurants and then being able to take them off once you get inside and wearing masks into bars but then being able to take them off once you get a drink in your hand, that doesn't work. And that's doing something just for the sake of doing something to say that you did something. And another thing I will say is that masks in the way that they are generally worn don't work. When you've got masks that are half the time being worn below the nose or below the nose or the mouth and on the chin and are being used repeatedly day after day after day, and so they are dirty and harboring germs, and they are paper masks or you are wearing a performance-fit gaiter or some other sort of cloth-comfortable mask, then all you're doing is window dressing. If you want to convince me that if everybody was wearing N95 masks so that we could, and they were doing it 100% of the time, so that we could eliminate viral particles in the air, then you could convince me of that. But masks in the way that we wear them and we mandate them right now really don't work. And they certainly don't work when the mandate is assigned arbitrarily and the enforcement is selective at best. That's what I said. So don't tell me I said masks don't work without using the entire context because that's disingenuous. Thank you. All right. It is time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built for tough. If you have not gotten behind the wheel of the 2021 F-150 and you're in the market for a new truck, do not buy one before you test drive an F-150 because you will fall in love with it. 43 straight years as the number one selling trucks in America. The SEC coaches preseason all-conference team has been announced. This came out yesterday. Eleven schools had at least one first-team all-SEC representative, including a conference-best seven from the University of Alabama. Here you go. First-team offense, quarterback, Matt Corral from Ole Miss. Running back, Isaiah Spiller at A&M, Tank Bigsby at Auburn. Wide receivers, John Mechie third from Alabama, Traylon Burks from Arkansas. First team All-SEC wide receiver. Tight end, no surprise, Jalen Weidermeyer from Texas A&M. The center is Ricky Stromberg from Arkansas. Rest of the offensive line, Evan Neal from Alabama, Darian Kennard from Kentucky, Kenyon Green from Texas A&M, and Cade Mays at Tennessee. And the all-purpose first-team All-SEC player is Jerry Ely. Defensive side. On the defensive line from South Carolina, Kingsley Inagbare, Jordan Davis from Georgia, Zachary Carter from Florida, and Fedarian Mathis from Alabama. Linebackers, Christian Harris from Alabama, Grant Morgan from Arkansas, Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama. The DBs, Eric Stingley from LSU, Kyrie Elam from Florida, Malachi Moore from Alabama, Josh Job from Alabama. 
Hmm. No Eli Ricks. No Martin Emerson. No Emmanuel Forbes. Place kicker is from LSU. Cade York. Hunter is from Georgia. Jay Camarda. And the return specialist, once again, Jerry Ely from Ole Miss. In terms of first-team coaches, tell me more. Any glaring omissions or huge uh, disagreements? Burks is surprising. Because, I mean, from what I've seen of K.J. Jefferson, not not the best throwing quarterback in the world. I agree. Um, you know, and if I'm, I don't know if you're going to go through the rest of the teams or not. I'm sure you will, but I mean, Emerson and Forbes have gotten no respect this this season. Emerson was one of the highest rated cornerbacks by Pro Football Focus in college football last year. Emerson, I'm sorry, that's yeah, Emerson. Uh, Forbes led the nation in in pick sixes and was a freshman All American. And you can't find them on any All SEC, not even the third team. Uh, it's it's crazy. Second team, JT Daniels is the quarterback, the running backs, Kevin Harris from South Carolina, Zamir White from Georgia, the wide receivers, Kayshawn Boutte from LSU, and George Pickens from Georgia. Guys, what am I missing on George Pickens? Why is he on a preseason All-SEC team when he's out for the year? Or is he not out for the year? Have we messed that story up? Everybody's quickly Googling. Yeah, exactly. I'll I'll let you circle back to that. Jaleel Billingsley from Alabama is the tight end on the second-team group. The offensive line, Ed Ingram from LSU, Jamari Sawyer from Georgia, Emil Echior Jr. from Alabama, Charles Cross from Mississippi State makes the second-team offensive line. Nick Brahms is the center. Tank Bigsby, the all-purpose player. Second-team defense. Man, he tore his ACL in March. He's not playing this year. Unless he's got some of that Tim Elko DNA. I don't know what's going on here. Kirby Smart, a few weeks ago, said, quote, he's been doing straight line running, and he's still a ways away. Let's say he returns in November. Let's say he returns in mid-October. He's not going to have numbers to justify being a second-team SEC player. No. No. This is what happens when you don't talk about injuries. The other coaches in the so. conference didn't know. Maybe so. Uh, defensive line for the second team, DeMarvin Leal from Texas A&M, Allie Gay from LSU, Trajan Jeffcoat from Missouri, Josh Pascal from Kentucky, the linebackers Henry To'o To'o from Alabama, Scoby McClain from Auburn, Ventrell Miller from Florida, the DBs, Eli Ricks at LSU, Jordan Battle at Alabama, Jalen Catalan at Arkansas, and Smoke Monday from Auburn, Anders Carlson, sorry, Anders Carlson from Auburn is the place kicker. Uh, a couple of punters, Paxton Brooks and Mac Brown from Ole Miss, they tied in the voting, and Anais Smith from Texas A&M. So, well, we don't have to go through all the uh, all the third team right now. you got four Ole Miss guys. That uh, make the list. Only one, though, for Mississippi State. Charles Cross, the only preseason All-SEC player selection out of the coaches voting. I mean, I get it. I understand. But I feel like, I, I, like I said, I feel Emerson and Forbes are being undervalued. Aaron Brule could be a third-teamer. And, I mean, I don't know why that's not there. And then the other guy is Jaden Wally. You know, if you if you think Mike Leach's offense is going to be any good at all this year, that's a guy who's easily going to catch a thousand yards worth of passes. 
So, I mean, you could put him third team and it shouldn't raise a whole ton of eyebrows. They might think it won't be any good. Well, if that's the case, I understand, and that's if that's your line of thinking. But, you know, even last year when it wasn't very good, he, he caught 716 yards worth of passes. Yeah. So I says, you know why I hate it. It's because they play for MSU. But, I mean, Mississippi State's been pretty well represented on some of these teams with some of their previous defensive linemen and linebackers. It was a three-win team a year ago. I, I mean, locally, yeah. Four? Four? Bowl game. It's very similar to the people that think Ole Miss is a nine-win team. Well, sure, they could be. But they got to prove it on the other side of the ball first. There's a lot of prove it to Mississippi State as well. The omission from the secondary is pretty egregious in all of the all SEC teams, no doubt. But got to prove it. Guys, my daughter is in the truck with me. Can you please let her know the sacrifice I am making, spending her September 4th birthday celebrating with her instead of enjoying the opening day of college football pretty much every year? That's Nick and Caitlin. Happy birthday soon, Caitlin. Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your ride home, currently no reports of any accidents, just your usual drive time congestion. But remember, if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Glockstead or online at bennelson.com. The first place Mississippi Braves return to Trustmark Park Tuesday, August 24th through Sunday, August 29th versus the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. Join us for Bark in the Park on Tuesday, August 24th, First Responders Day on Wednesday, August 25th, and Thursday, Thursday, plus live trivia on Thursday, August the 26th. On Friday, the first 1,000 fans will receive a Drew Waters statue, recognizing the former Embrace Outfitters 2019 Southern League MVP season. Saturday, August 28th, the Embrays will honor the 100th anniversary of the Negro Leagues by wearing the jerseys of the Atlanta Black Crackers. These special jerseys will be available via silent auction during the game, followed by Delta Blues themed postgame fireworks presented by Jackson State University. The homestand concludes with a family fun day, 205 matinee on Sunday, August the 29th. For tickets and more information, visit MississippiBraves.com or call 888-BRAVES-4. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right Right now, there's there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. 
When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Join Super Talk Mississippi for the KDMC Kickoff Classic in Southwest Mississippi on Friday night. Sports Talk Mississippi will be on the Western Campus at Colin on uh, on Friday for the King's Daughters Medical Center High School Football Kickoff. It's the start of the high school football season in Mississippi. It is the most wonderful time of the year. On Friday night, you got Brookhaven Academy and Holmes Christian. And then on Saturday night, Wesson and Tyler Town will hook up. And while we're talking about high school football, we remind you that it returns on Friday and Super Talk has you covered. You can catch a local game on just about every Super Talk Mississippi station. Plus, you can stream a gazillion games and get up to the minute scores from across the entire state by going to supertalk.fm slash high school or by clicking on sports on the Sports Talk I'm sorry, on the Super Talk Mississippi app. And check out the scoreboard preview show. That's at 6 o'clock on Friday following our show. And then wrap it up on Friday night starting at 10 o'clock with another season of the Farm Bureau Insurance Company's Mississippi High School Football Scoreboard Show. You can listen or watch wherever you get Super Talk Mississippi. Y'all should all bookmark that uh, that sports link because not only has it got the – the uh, the scoreboard show, but all of our podcasts are available there, including the Sports Talk Mississippi podcast, my podcast, Michael Borky's podcast, all the good stuff that you want to you want to read, all the coverage of your schools, even when Mississippi State wins the national championship in baseball, that coverage is there. You, um, I don't know if you guys used it or not, but I thought the scoreboard addition to the um, to the Super Talk High School scoreboard uh, scoreboard link last year was incredibly user friendly. Yes. And it was really, really convenient. You're trying to keep up with the uh, the scores that are happening all across the country. Let's uh, let's. I'm I'm sorry. Across the state, the state. Real I quick, didn't mean like Richard. the country, the United States, the the country that is Mississippi. Real quick, Richard. Yeah, what's Jayden he got? Wall- Jaden Wally is is in terms of receiving yardage per game is the fourth leading returning receiver in the conference. So. I just don't. I don't understand why nobody is is on that guy. But whatever, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Let's check in with uh, Ole Miss camp Lane Kiffin after Ole Miss's practice yesterday. I think. I think that's when it's right. So this is Lane Kiffin from yesterday following practice. I'm still in camp mode here. Tomorrow we'll get more to the opener and preparation for that. But you know, it'll just be extra work. We still need to develop guys and especially our young players and 
figure out where we're going to play people, but obviously we're getting a little closer to that. And have to combine the two this week. It's always a tricky week. And you had school starting, so less time with them. So we're just going to have to maximize what it is. Though after Saturday's scrimmage, you feel better about how the defense performed and responded after Phil and taking a closer look. What else have you seen from them? Same thing. Um, you know, they played really well. They tackled well. They didn't give up explosive plays, carried over into today's practice. Outside of seven on seven, I don't think we scored today offensively. So, you know, that's really good. And, especially in four-minute, two-minute situations to stop them both times. In the four-minute and the two-minute, um, it's an issue on offense and really good on defense. Have you found any of the depth you were looking for after that first scrimmage, or are you still kind of struggling to find people to stand out on the second teams? Well, I think that's position by position. We are you know, limited in a number of positions with injuries. I would say positionally, offensive line, we're very low on numbers. So it's been hard to develop guys there. Same with receiver, same with tight end. Running backs were healthy and feel pretty good there. Our secondary is pretty healthy. feel like we're developing some guys there. Linebacker and D-line, so really our defense is pretty healthy and our offense is not. Nice more of a big picture question. There's a story in Sports Illustrated that Ross Dellinger wrote it about NCAA moving closer to an immediate expansion of the 25-person signing class because of transfer portal. Have you had many discussions about that and are you guys having to sort of make some some plans different ways in the event that that happens yeah i i don't know that we've not had a conference conversation about that they've not made us aware so i'm not sure what ross is writing about or how much truth to it is to it there should be some relief somewhere um whether that's for grad transfers whether that's for players leave eligible something because um, you're going to have a, I said this when it happened, when it started, you're going to have a number of issues because guys are leaving. You can't replace them. And when they're going other places, they're taking places, they're taking spots from other kids. So really, you got hundreds of high school kids that are not going to sign anywhere and have places to go that would have. So be careful what you wish for. Just uh, looking through the roster, it looks like Jalen Cunningham is now on the defensive line and Ladarius Cox is on the offensive line. You can just kind of go into what went behind those moves. Just looking at some things, um, both those guys have skill sets that, you know, could have a chance on the other side. Uh, Jalen played there in high school. Really, that's all he did in high school, I guess, but one play where <clears throat> he told me that Coach Luke saw him for the one play on offense. But that's all he's known was defensive line before, so... We'll see. It's a big body. So they've been there a couple of days. Have you seen anything in particular from, from Eli Acker or from Bryce Ramsey kind of having to step in with, with the one sometimes on the offensive line? Yeah, both guys have done really good things. Um, Eli's limited right now, and Bryce has been in and out as well. So, you know, kind of common theme at that position, especially with our twos. So but both guys have done some really good things. Do you expect Ben or Orlando to be able to practice all this week? I expect everybody to. Kind of a follow-up, if you don't mind. I'm curious, the way that the, the legislation is now with the 25 and all the people in the transfer portal, does it change the way at a SEC school you look at a, at a high school player in terms of, hey, can he help me right away? And if he can't, I look at him differently. And if you could put your FAU hat back on for a minute, when you were there with this, would this change the way you recruited high school kids, or would you be more apt to fill the the majority of your class with guys out of the portal. Okay, I got to be two head coaches here. So Ole Miss first. Um, 
it does change how you look at it from a pure number standpoint. Not necessarily, you still need to take guys that will develop. So it's not just, okay, which guys will play right away, but now maybe you only take the 15 best instead of 25 best that you can find. Well, that's a big difference because you got to have spots for these other guys. You know, FAU, you know, a group of five, I'm sure everybody's going to go about it different. It's like, you know, in NFL, they talk about NFL teams and this franchise builds by draft. This franchise builds by free agency. This one does a good mixture. It's the same thing, you know. And sometimes is it younger free agents or is it veteran free agents? And that's kind of grad transfers. So I think everybody's going to be different. I think, you know, there, you know, you could really change your, you can change program anywhere quicker than ever now, but especially there because you could get all these guys from bigger places that, you know, are leaving that you weren't able to get out of high school. Over the last couple of years, I thought that some of the more insightful answers from Lane Kiffin have been about roster management and kind of how he approaches that. And it gives you a little bit of insight there. That's pretty staggering when you hear a sitting SEC head coach say, you know, if 25 the number is the number that we're working with, instead of taking the 25 best players that we can take that are coming out of high school, maybe we only take 15 the 15 best that we can grab out of high school because we know we can backfill the roster with the 2,000 guys that are in the portal. And look at that defense now. So weak side defensive end, likely. Weak side defensive end, transfer. Defensive tackle, you hope is a starter, transfer. Middle linebacker, transfer. Two safeties, transfer. <laughs> I mean, if Mississippi State, it's got yeah five transfers. Four of them are going to start, and one might. That's how you got to do it now. Yeah, Hold I, it I, I mean, I agree with what Kiffin's saying there. I, I don't know if fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're taking some risks there with ten transfers. But I mean, if you're especially if you're Mississippi State or Ole Miss, right? Look at your last six to seven signees in every class, right? Low three star guys. You might have they might have had another offer from the other in state school, but a lot of times you're picking guys who had offers from group of five guys. Well, I mean, do I want to go that route or do I want to find a power five transfer? I mean, especially if you can find one who has two, three years of eligibility left. Seems like a no brainer to me. Think about the the shift of the conversation. Let's rewind a decade or maybe fifteen years. Let, let let's think Jackie Sherrill era at Mississippi State, into Billy Brewer era, kind of into what what followed that, early Tommy Tuberville. And you remember how often you would hear coaches talk about, well, you don't mind filling with some JUCO guys, but you don't want to build a roster that way because you get into trouble. You want four- and five-year guys in your program. Boy, that sounds like a foreign concept now, talking about wanting to fill your locker room with four- and five-star guys, and then you just selectively plug in a few JUCOs? Not anymore. No. And you can manage your roster differently than you were able to in the mid to late 90s, early to mid 90s, if you want to. Interesting tweet from Ross Dellinger. We'll give it to you next. Sports Talk Mississippi.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of showers, sunny and hot, high near 97. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 74. A 60% chance of rain for your Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 92. And finally, Friday, 30% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 93. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Mississippi's big Second Amendment tax-free holiday is coming up August 27th through the 29th. We'll be open all three days with a store full of guns, ammo, optics, and more. To make this weekend even better, we'll be giving additional discounts on all our tax-free items, not just a selected few. Lots of guns and ammo at great discounts. It doesn't get any better than that. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you there. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Harry's back. Can I get your attention? I like it when you smile. Time to play. Harry Connick Jr. and his band. It was great fun. Performing songs from across his career. One of those things. Harry Connick Jr. This Saturday night, Brandon Amphitheater. Reserved seats are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss this very special engagement with Harry Connick Jr. and his seven-piece band. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? Green. <sighs> The new degree of comfort. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Department of Health has confirmed Mississippi's sixth pediatric COVID-19 related death. While an exact age or location wasn't provided due to privacy concerns, state epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers did confirm that the child was between the age of one and five. This represents the third pediatric death since the surge caused by the Delta variant in Mississippi. And the arrival of over 1,000 healthcare workers was announced on Tuesday. As they deployed a 50 hospitals across the state, MEMA Director Stephen McCraney details what that means. That means about 994 hospital beds. Specifically, that's 757 med surge and 237 on the ICU side. McCraney said this will go a long way in easing the stress on the state's health care system. For the latest on the pandemic in Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. 
Mississippians are dying each day as a result of COVID-19. And if you're not vaccinated, you're at risk. My name is Michael Borky, and I'm vaccinated to protect my family and because I think it's the right thing to do. If you want to save lives and do your part to help Mississippi, get vaccinated. We know the vaccine is safe and it works, but only if you get it. You can find a COVID vaccine near you by going to vaccines.gov or calling 800-232-0233. This message is brought to you by Super Talk Mississippi Media. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo. Every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say it. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi. Dellinger and Sports Illustrated, LSU and Southern Cal will meet to open the 2024 season on Labor Day weekend at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. One day after the Alliance announcement, the Pac-12's historic football power finalizes a deal to play an SEC team on ESPN or ABC in Las Vegas. Oh, I gotta be honest. Man. I think you know we have a, a large percentage of our listeners on the coast. A lot of LSU fans down there. I will skip Eastern Kentucky coming to Starkville and head out to Vegas to cover that game. We'll get that yeah. dispensed and uh, we'll be good to go. Richard, I think you should come too. To be honest with you, I don't know who Ole Miss is playing, but they need our coverage. Never been to Vegas. You should go. Never, never been. You love it. You, Borky, have you ever been to Vegas? I have not. Hey, Dad, you've been a bunch, haven't you? Three times. Three trips to Vegas. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing? I mean, I like to gamble. It's my thing, though. I like, I like, to, I like to play poker. So, just, just knowing that you can go whenever and do that is is always fun. I mean, the restaurants are fantastic. You, know, you like the shows? You know, the shows I've been to have been fun. I go to funny shows. I go to comedians and stuff like that. So I've never been to like one of the cool, like uh, the Cirque du Soleil, the Michael Jackson, or anything like that. I'd say if I ever go back, I'll put that on my list. When we were um, 
when we were coming home from vacation this summer, flight was delayed coming back into Memphis. And we landed in Memphis at like 10.15 or 10.20, something like that, on a Friday night. And the Memphis airport is hopping at 6 a.m. At 10.15 at night, it is deader than dead. Like, all you see is, you know, a few maintenance people, some cleanup folks, and whatnot. There's nobody. And so when we got off the plane, I was surprised to see 100 people sitting at the gate. I'm like, where are they going? I looked around, and there was an Allegiant flight from Memphis to Las Vegas that departed or was scheduled to depart at 10.41 p.m. And we were walking out, and I told Jane, I said, Let's do the math here. It's probably a three and a half hour flight. Departs Memphis at ten forty, but Las Vegas time. What is that? It's mountain. Mountain time. All right, so it's nine forty there. Yeah. So we're going there one a.m. getting off the plane. Hour, hour and a half later. How many of those hundred people? that were about to get on that plane and head to Vegas on a Friday night were going to be on a floor somewhere playing something. Absolutely most of them. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I hope to go back one more time. for a Just for once? A, a well, I mean, I'll take all I can get, but I'd like to for sure get one more. What age? I mean, 46 if we can make it happen. I but mean, is I'll, that like you want to do that for your 50th birthday? Oh, that would be a, a sweet idea. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all. Pl- plenty of time to plan in advance. You, you could go and uh, and could blow it out, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Big steak. Plenty Mike of says, who wants to go with me to watch Ole Miss baseball play in Dodger Stadium? I could use someone to split the driving with me. Not going to that drive, Dog. man. Say what? Don't drive. If yeah, you think get in, a, get in the plane, come on, man. I've heard from people that have been to Omaha that the the last four hours or so of that drive feels like twenty, buddy. Once you get west, like the western half of Texas, you once will you feel like, like you're Dallas. there for a month. Yeah, it is. There's nothing, and it is just flat land. There, there's a point when you're driving in West Texas. Where it doesn't feel like you're going anywhere. Because you can't see anything other than just flat land. And you're not making any progress on the drive. You can go 80 plus, but still. Those signs are pretty jarring, by the way. When you see that 80 on a speed limit sign. Yeah. It is. We were were wrong, There are two lane roads in Texas where where it's 70. Yeah. We were wrong. It's Pacific time in Las Vegas. So those people had plenty of time to party. Oh, okay. So they were good. They were good. They were they were in good shape. Um, so most everybody's done a road trip of some sort, and usually there's a long road trip somewhere. Borky, did you do a long road trip at any point in college, like for a football a game or anything? Hey, Dad, I know you've done that. Mm-hmm. So Ole Miss was playing at Texas Tech in Ooh. I think 2001, and had a couple of buddies that said, "All right, let's do it." 
So I had a high school football game broadcast on Friday night. It's either Oxford or Lafayette at Senatobia. And so we left Senatobia, Mississippi at 10, stopped in Little Rock and picked another guy up somewhere around, oh, I don't know, 2 or 3 a.m., got to Oklahoma City, construction going all over the place. Stop into a gas station, gas up, grab a snack, and we asked the gas station attendant, hey, how do we get back to the interstate from here? And he's like, all right, just go down there or whatever. We get back on the road and, and didn't really pay attention to what the guy was wearing until we realized after the fact he was wearing an LSU sweatshirt. I think we probably all had something that said Ole Miss on it on. We drove around for an hour in Oklahoma City <laughs> trying to get back to the interstate and said, that son of a gun gave us faulty directions just for the sake of messing with us. <laughs> we had the whole Amarillo by morning thing, you know, shortly after the uh, the sun came up. At about that time, I get a phone call from David Kellum. Mind you, nobody slept. Long drive, just going out to watch a football game. And Kellum goes, hey, uh, Richard, are you still coming to Lubbock? And I said, yep. Getting close. He goes, hey, I need a spotter. Could you come work during the game today? (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) Okay. And it was at the point when Texas Tech was shuffling five wide receivers in and out on every single play, and so it was like locked in through binoculars. I was like, what are we doing? Ole Miss got beat in that game. We were probably too tired to do anything that night. I think it was like Western Sizzling Steakhouse in Lubbock. And then got up and drove the whole thing back the next day. That's rough. Not my not my favorite road trip of all time. Yeah. Let's see, I've driven to Columbia, South Carolina from Starkville. That's about a seven and a half or so. To Cincinnati to up to Lexington. For, uh, that, that was for basketball, uh, for the uh, the Elite Eight game. Um, going west, Fayetteville's the furthest west I've ever driven for for football. So yeah. Hmm. You get a message that says took that flight from Memphis to Vegas several years ago. Coolest thing saw the whole trip was the lights flying into Las Vegas. Yeah, that is. Well, they, they every you know they take you around and it's like you can see the strip. For a moment, it looks like you're going to land on it, and then you're not. But what is it? It's at McCarran Airport. Mm-hmm. Have you ever flown? So, so all over the country, you've got those flights that are late night leaving some location, like up and down the East Coast, all over the place. Late night flying west to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. If you read the uh, the Ben Mesrich book, bringing down the house about the the MIT kids yeah. that you know conquered blackjack, that's what they did. They got on like a 10 p.m. flight out of Boston and would get to Vegas at, you know, 2 a.m. and off and rolling for the weekend. Yeah. I don't think I could do that these days. I need to get a little sleep. We'll see. Skipping Pearl flight. says he drove from Camp Lejeune, North Carolina to San Diego back in 1988. Oh. 57 hours, he said. That was hands on the steering wheel time. Oh, 18 man. hours of that was in Texas alone. Yeah, see, oh, Texas gosh. is the worst. 
Just brutal. Everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, crippling anxiety also bigger in Texas when you're driving through <laughs> it. My last flight to Vegas landed at around 10.30 p.m. Vegas time. We flew all the way to Los Angeles that was, and, and turned back around. Ooh, how about this one? 2019, drove day of the game from Oxford to Fayetteville for game three of the Super Regional. Left in the fifth inning and drove home. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Yeesh. Yeesh. That's no good. No good. Bert says his best friend and he drove back from Los Angeles all the way to Oxford just in time for double-decker, only stopped once to sleep in Gallup, New Mexico. Sports Talk Mississippi will wrap it up with you next, streaming at supertalk.fm. Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your ride home, currently no reports of any accidents, just your usual drive time congestion. But remember, if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Here's John and Rachel Ravenstein from Junica Jewelry. Growing up in the diamond business, my dad used to tell me, Son, you can't sell from an empty wagon. And that's why at Juniker Jewelry, you'll find ten times the loose diamonds you'll find at average jewelry stores. Every six weeks, our diamond cutter flies from Tel Aviv, Israel, to deliver fresh production, hot off the wheel, directly to Juniker Jewelry and you. There is no one else between you and your diamond. We buy thousands of diamonds a year, entire parcels, tray after tray, one carat, two carats, three carats, and more. Every shape and size and every price range. You can't buy a better quality diamond at a lower price anywhere in Mississippi. That's the Juniker Diamond Guarantee. And that's why folks come from all over the state. Juniker Jewelry. Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Juniker Jewelry. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. 
Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at seaspirebusiness.com. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. Your midday meeting place, the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert, weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. The Sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. with a lot of numbers in it that is floating around the interwebs. But it's, uh, it is a fascinating chart. It is 2015 to 2019. A look at what teams are the most watched on television. What teams are the most watched on television? So from 2015 to 2019, most games that drew more than 4 million viewers by team. Alabama leads the country. They had 35 of them. So 35 of Alabama's games between 2015 and 2019 drew more than 4 million people. And you wonder why CBS wants to show Alabama every week. The next two come from the Big Ten with Ohio State and Michigan. 31 and 26 respectively. Auburn... Played 17 games, same number as Notre Dame, that drew 4 million or more viewers. Then you got Florida and LSU at 16, Georgia at 15, Tennessee at 13, Texas A&M at 10. That's all in this group that's at double digits. The only others? Clemson from the ACC, they played 15. I mentioned Notre Dame. Oklahoma currently in the Big 12, soon to be in the SEC at 14. Then you had two other Big Ten teams. So you've got, out of this group, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven current SEC teams, eight if you include Oklahoma. you got four from the Big Ten, one from the ACC, and one in Notre Dame that's an independent. I mean, Borky, it's it's, it's just fun with numbers, I suppose, but it reminds you again, the SEC... Is what people watch. Yeah. Period. And our friend Stuart Mandel, who's based in San Francisco, who's the oh, lead God. editor 
of the uh, college football division of The Athletic uh, was trying to mock the SEC for its scheduling today when Greg Sankey said, you know, the reason why we don't need an alliance is because all of our best games are when we play conference games together. Ooh, he's not wrong. And he, he screenshotted the last week of the season, which is filled with garbage, and tried to make a, a point by that. Uh, there's a reason that Southern Cal two days after the press conference or a day after the press conference uh, announced a game with LSU because you want to know how even a brand like Southern Cal is going to get watched. It's not their home game with Arizona State. It's not that road trip to Salt Lake City. No, it's playing LSU in Vegas. That's what will get them watched by the rest of the country. I mean... This whole thing, we've forgotten a bunch of stuff. The Pac-12 is playing games at 9 a.m. local time because nobody will watch them. At night. Nobody will watch them at night. So they they have decided that the best course of action for themselves is to play 9 a.m. games because they're not getting watched otherwise. You think you've got any kind of pull? Think you're going to move the needle at all? And, of course, the the rich irony that why why is Rutgers in the Big Ten? Why is Maryland in the Big Ten? Why is Miami in the ACC? Washington, D.C. slash Baltimore. I mean, these conferences pillaged their way through other conferences to the point where they don't exist anymore. And people like Stuart Mandel and others in the media are convinced that the SEC is the bad one for doing the same thing just because they do it better. Yeah, people that have covered the sport forever still don't know how it works at the most basic level. It's fun to talk about, I guess, because it's interesting. But the thing is, I mean, we're just, we just get to keep enjoying it, right? I mean, nothing's going to change exactly. other than. I mean, the SEC may go to nine conference games. They're going to present a ton of options to the athletics directors, the league offices, for potential scheduling models going forward. And it's going to be an eight-game option, which is where we currently are, a nine-game option. They may look at a ten-game option as well. And then the ADs are going to decide what they like, and they'll you know, go forward from there. Ten-game There was so much bad that came from last year. The best thing that came from last year was a conference game every single week. You remember how much fun that was? Because they were all compelling. Kyle, with the parting shot today on the C Spire text line, says Miami is going to take Alabama. Book it. I'll take that bet. How many points are you giving me, Cal? Or how many am I giving you? I'll take that bet. Enjoy your Wednesday night. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Good night.
running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.